Welcome back to the podcast, guys. X's and O's podcast. Hashtag Mandem on Madden YouTube yep. series. Make sure you tune in, subscribe and like the show. Love that. We've yeah, got yeah. another one ready for you today. In yeah, the yeah. building, we've got myself, George. We've got V, a.k.a. the Bronze Bomber. Oh. We've got Charles, a.k.a. the best B-Lamb yeah. in the country. Good, good morning, ladies and gentlemen. If you're <laughs> listening to this in your if you're listening you to this in something your office, different again this morning, like, you know, um, I just want you to know, have a great day. Um, God's there for you when no one wow. else will be. Wow. Always depend on your friends and family. I'm not even joking. Like, no, it's, <laughs> no, it's it's true. Like, someone, someone needed to hear this. So Amen. have a great day, guys. Amen. Now, let's get down to all the savagery. Consistent <laughs> is the key. And we got my guy Solanke in the building, Mister Solanke. So on, topic for today's podcast, guys, is what makes an elite coach. An elite Ooh. coach. <laughs> I think there's a few, a few different, a few different <laughs> humbles around the room. Yeah. Um, for me. First and foremost, straight into it. Man yeah, management skills. Management. Personality. You you got to be a, somebody who's personable. Mm. Mm-hmm. You need to know how to. You want. You got to have emotional intelligence. Yeah. Correct. I agree with that. You, First and foremost, you sound like you're coming from a hurt place. Do you want to expand on that one? Expound. Maybe, maybe not directly me, but uh, players I played with, mm-hmm. and that's uh-huh. that's usually the number one issue. Mm. Is okay. a coach doesn't know how to word himself correctly or say the right things or yeah. know how to 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 kind of tweak the right players in yeah, the right fully, way or push the right agree. buttons. Fully. A lot of coaches don't know how to yeah. communicate with players. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I think for me, um, the biggest issue is how coaches communicate. Mm. Yeah. Your communication is so important mm-hmm. for, for a player to respond to you in yeah. a way. Because obviously, the role of a coach is to get the best out of the players he's got. Yeah. First and foremost, mm-hmm. whatever they are, you, you, you know, we play American football. There's mm-hmm. different skill levels, yeah. so you got to communicate your vision and your philosophy in a way that you get the best out of the players you've got, whether mm-hmm. they're good, bad, athletic, not, not athletic. Gym right. goers, mm-hmm. gym goers, Sunday league footballers, and serious footballers. You get a mix of those type of players, yeah. so you want to communicate your philosophy and your message in a way um, that the players respond to. Yeah, I hear that fully, hear fully, that. fully. And the thing is, this. I like this topic because personally, talking from my position my position as a running back, the first time I actually had a proper positional coach wasn't until I came to Kent, mm. um, in particular coach Nick. Um, before that, all my three or four years of playing at uni, didn't really have one. Um, if, if I did, it was one guy who came to a session and never was seen again. Um, right. So for me, I've not really had a coach, I haven't. And whether that's affecting my game, I'd say it has, because I've learned loads being at Kent, like a bag, a bag of stuff being at Kent. But v, what you were saying is spot on for me because I've seen how different coaches are. Coaches on the sideline, coaches in the locker room. Mm. Uh, you know, you about guys. You talk about guys losing the locker room. Mm. Um, and personally, my idea of, a, of an elite coach, like you say, again, someone's got to be emotionally intelligent. You've got to know how to get the best out of your players. And not only that, but the best out of your coaches as well. That's right. Because it's, it's, a, it's a team sport. Mm-hmm. You know, you've you got to get the best out of your guys on the field. And the way to do that is good communication um, and understanding. Like you said, some players have a different attitude towards the sport. Mm. Some guys want to play um, on a Sunday league thing. Some guys want to play because they want to make it to the Premier win and win brick balls and win rings. But if you've got a guy in the locker room, you've got a guy in the field who's you know, ill-mannered, bad-tempered, wants his way, wants to get on the pitch and don't care about his teammates. How do you, how do you deal with that? How do you manage that mm. player amongst all the other guys on the team to make sure that they don't, you know, that, 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 that one apple doesn't ruin the rest of the squad? Yeah. 
It's bad because yeah. it's not every time spitting it. You don't need to spit in my face every time. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Everything's exactly. shine. Like, like, I can like, see all the spit. Exactly. Like, me personally, yeah, like, I always chill. say this. I say this to myself. Hold on, hold on. One sec, Charles. I say this to myself. Like, I watch, um, what's the show on Netflix? Um, the the um, Last Chance You. Yeah. Last Chance You. Mm. And I look at uh, Coach oh, Buddy, yeah. Oh, my What's that guy's name? Coach, Coach Buddy. Buddy. The original one, yeah. What? So that is that is my idea of, I can't deal with that. Yeah. Personally, Awful. personally, I can't. I no understand he's passionate. Yeah. But when you start being aggressive, arrogant, racist, even at certain yeah, that's, points, that's yeah, beyond passion, that is, bro. That is, it's that, abusive. Yeah, I mm. can't. Do, for mm-hmm. me, aggressive coaches, to an extent, fine. Mm. But you need to be, you need to, you need to have that level of understanding. If you know you've yeah. got guys in your team that are ill-mannered and aggressive, but you know they're trying to get the best out of themselves, mm. find a way to work with them. That's right. Just it's, to follow up on that, then. Uh, we all, well, most of us know about this last chance you think coach buddy aggressive mm. aggressor always in your face cursed was probably a terrible example of what good looks like as a mm. coach but mm. he got results he got results so my my I guess my question to you is can you allow a coach to Ooh. behave or react like that towards you I'm heated and then for example let's say you come off the, yeah and let's let's say Coach Moore's like that towards you. He's not yeah. like that. Yeah. Guys, just for the record, Coach Moore's nothing like that. Let's yeah. say Coach Moore's like that towards uh-huh. you. Um, but you love Exile, just wanted to play. He was like that towards you. Then you have one of your best seasons ever mm-hmm. off the back of that. Are you like, actually, hold on, maybe yeah, that to, worked? Or yeah, to answer. <laughs> like, to, no, Coach no, Moore doesn't that. It's, a good, like that it's a good question. Because to answer that, I would I would say, firstly, if, if, if that happened and then I had one of my best seasons, mm-hmm. I'd, be, I'd think twice and be like, hold on. So Coach was obviously pushing me. He may have come across in a different manner, but he was pushing me because he knows what I can do and I've yeah. done it. But at the same time, there's a part of me, and this is just me personally. I mean, if someone was in my face 24-7, I can see like spit flying everywhere. It's a mazza. A man's putting his hands on it's me. Mazza. It's a fight. Look, I mean, that stuff doesn't sit with me. Yeah. It doesn't work personally. Fight. Some guys might be all right with it, but yeah. for me, it's a no-go. If mm. you want to get that level of aggressive with me, be ready in it. Just to say, obviously we said Coach Moore's nothing like that. What's no, more, it's just an example. So personally, I mean, there's an extent I'm willing to go to. If coaches, you know, they're being a bit... If, you, if you've messed up big mm-hmm. time, like I've had it in uni year where I messed up, I fumbled like the one yard down the <laughs> And we had a coach called... Um, oh, it was American. I think it was... Coach X or Coach Y. Let's not say... No, he's, no he's calm. No, no, it's, oh, it's not oh, bad. Oh, coach okay. Devin, he was calm. Guy from the States. And Devin! I dropped, yeah, I dropped the ball the one yard line and man went mad at me. And I was doing push-ups for like... God knows how many push-ups. But that's fine. Yeah, exactly. That's that, on me. I know I've done it. Bro, that's on me. Hold there's on. There's a studio push-ups. Listen, Coach, am I done yet? I was yet? in uni. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to solidify my position and I'm fumbling out the one-yard line. It's not on. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, Next yeah. time I ain't going to do that. Yeah. I was doing push-ups and at the end of that, that's on me. So I take that. Different story if man's want to put his hand on me yeah, and curse me and shout in my face. That's a different That's a yeah, different yeah. playing field. But yeah, I don't. over-the-top aggressive, I don't agree with it. Certain levels, it's fine if it's, yeah. war- if it's warranted. Exactly. If yeah. it's warranted and it's, it's within reason, yeah. fine. But if I'm seeing Coach Buddy, <laughs> oh, I don't know. It's what do you back back to you actually, Solanke? Because oh, hang on, hang on, Tech. Can I just yeah, yeah, jump in? You said yeah, what Coach Buddy Stevens did got results, mm-hmm. but did you not see the accounts of all the players that left? I went to college. Yeah, they, they said the only reason why yeah. they put up with it was because they were trying to make it out. Yeah, Mad. they That's don't true. care about him. That's they worked. They worked hard because they were trying to make it out. Mm-hmm. He he had he had no impact on any of the results. He won. He did, they won man. all those games he off did. of the players' backs because they had to do it. Yeah, they had to put up with that. Nonsense. He's the one that took a chance on them. That's why it's called last chance. You. Without, it's not about without, he recruited them. He, looked, he recruited them. It's his coaching staff. He was looking no matter at what their happens, athleticism. It, it, regardless of whether they say I done this for me. 
actually, hold on. I recruited you. You're part of my setup. I don't care who you're doing it for. Mm. I've won. Mm. We've we've won. Mm. Even if you're doing it for yourself, the college looks good. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. That's, both, that's, the, that's what I see as, as a coach. That's both really good points. Because uh, like, another thing I want to say, because at some point we are going to expand from just American football, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. Um, you guys are talking about like Juco when you when you when you're talking about that. You guys are yeah. talking about mm-hmm. NFL. Like you have to put up with that stuff. But remember, like, true. That's very true. And when it all comes down to it, we don't get paid for this. Mm. We pay to play for this. Mm. And right. I can't. I can't. I can't go training <laughs> on a Sunday and have a man in my face saying, "Oh, why did you do this? Why?" Did, do you know what I'm yeah. saying? I'm like, I can listen. Mm. I will listen. Yeah. You treat me with respect. On Sunday, if you're pissed and stuff, and yeah. you want to get in my face and blah blah blah, but. There's a certain there's a certain level to it. Like, I don't get paid for this. Mm. Y- you're not you're not gonna you're not gonna tell me. Oh, are you crazy? Blah blah blah. Like, I don't respond to that. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's either. But it's you either, do it. Huh? <laughs> you do it to other players. Yeah, because I'm crazy. I know. Anyway, <laughs> I'm crazy, but I'm not a coach. Yeah. I'm crazy, but I'm not a coach. Yeah, like, a do you know what I'm saying? There's a massive difference. Lead mm. by example. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I pay to play this game. You are not gonna get in my face and start grilling me mm. for for a mistake I made. I if, if it's a very stupid mistake, mm. yeah. But if it's something I know I shouldn't have done and mm. I go back to the sideline, a man's like, oh, get over there. You're whack. Blah, blah, blah. Mm. I'm like, yeah, do you know what? I deserve it. <laughs> yeah. But if I see a coach get in someone's face and I think it's over the top, I'm, I'm going to interject because yeah. that's yeah. I, I, may be, I may be crazy, but that's the type of person I am. I, I can't stand to see someone like get grilled like that. I think mm. that's nuts. Yeah. If it ain't warranted in particular. Exactly. Like yeah. V, what's on your mind? I think there's a la- the fine line between being passionate and being mm. bullying players. Mm-hmm. I think I'll go as deep as certain coaches don't know how to communicate mm. with players and to the extent that they start bullying and isolating certain players because right. in their head they're trying to get the best out of that, mm. the best out of that player in their own way yeah. do you understand mm. but they're not responding to the behaviour of that unique player and I think every player in this league is unique in every, in every way mm-hmm. um, we have players who respond to the aggression and mm-hmm. players who don't that's yeah, just naturally the way I've it is seen that. I've understand? seen that I've seen the mentality I've seen yeah. the different mentalities players that will, will benefit from just uh, uh, being put on steam in front of everyone yeah, yeah, and there's players yeah. who, who wouldn't mind just a quiet chat to the side, you know, yeah. to the side, yeah. to the side Shout at but me. Certain, it drives me. It <laughs> challenges me. Yeah, it pushes me. No, no, no. <laughs> but certain, well, certain coaches are yeah. not on that. Yeah. They're just all about putting everyone on boom blast. Mm. Regardless, I don't care how you are. This is the way I am. Yeah, yeah but yeah. it shouldn't be. This is the way I am. So, question to that then, because no doubt there are coaches like that. They're one way and one way only. So, mm-hmm. how does is it is it right for them to be like that? If that's the way they are. Who are we to say you can't talk to me? If that is their coaching style, mm. who are we then? I mean, we I guess at the end of the day, we're the guys that get the yeah. results for them. For me, so. for me, I think it's a case of let's let's treat it like work. If you're a manager, i.e. a coach, yeah. there's certain ways you need to approach certain situations. Yeah. Like like V said, everyone's yeah. an individual. And this is where I think there's a massive, massive, massive like lack in in UK coaching. Mm. Everyone that coaches at U- in the UK probably has a level one, which is fair. Mm. Cool. Everyone has a level one. Level one is piss easy. Level two, there's maybe what two, three, four max coaches what? in wow. the UK that what? Are level two. Yep. Everyone Mad. that's good or has level two goes to either Europe or America. Wait, what? Wow. There's maybe wow. one level three coach in the whole of the UK. Wow. Wait, what? Yeah. You heard him, boy. I didn't yeah. even know that. Their head, their, their head Shout coaches, their head coaches that um, coach senior uh, and, no, 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 and no, no, university no. that don't even have level one yet. And what? I know that for a fact. 
Yeah. Yeah. Did you know I've I've, I've coached at uni without, without even having a level one. <laughs> yeah, exactly yeah, yeah, yeah. that. But but exactly but that. we made it to the playoffs and we got promoted. But do you know what? Yeah, that's so the my, so but what I'm trying to um, get to is the fact that level two is apparently meant to be the course that tells you about mannerisms and how to speak to different uh, people. And they in, in, the, in the workplace, you don't get promoted if you speak to mm. every t- Tom, Dick or Harry in an aggressive manner or, or, or do a few degrade people. Exactly yeah. that. And that's for me, that's how it should be in American yeah, football. Yeah, and yeah. in most sports it's like that. It's just American football where we fi- have this whole thing of I've got five rings, I can talk to anyone how yeah, I like. Yeah. No, that's not how you get the best out of players. That's mm. right. Unfortunately, that's right. everyone's different. Everyone needs to be managed in, in certain ways. Yes, you might have a roster of 50 to 100 people, but that's why you get a coaching staff. Mm. And that's why I always say it's vital that head coaches have an uh, offensive coordinator and a defensive coordinator right. that are good at managing people and right. personnel. Mm. Because I remember and I don't want to mention no teams, but I remember being at a team where the defensive coordinator was able half the time. It's like, hold on. Yeah. That sounds really I've, familiar. I've, I've, got, I've, got a, I've got a gripe with my posi- positional coach. Uh-huh. Who do I go to if my defensive, my defensive coordinator is not there? I can't always go to the head coach because he's got both an offense and a defense yeah, yeah, to try and look yeah, after. Yeah, so yeah. I think it comes down to, one, making sure all our level one coaches are actually trained to be proper coaches rather than go to a room do a, a, a 10 paper exam, I mean, 10 question exam. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, you've got your level one, your level one badge now. Wait, is that it? Yeah. 10 questions? Literally about 10 questions. 10, ten questions yeah. and, and, and ten, a, wait, like a five, a five minute presentation. 10 questions. So basically 15 minutes. Yeah. yeah. Let's call it one minute per question. Mm-hmm. A 15 minute thing. Yeah. And you get a level one. You get a level I one. I mean, you, you are now, you are now permitted you to coach. You are now permitted to coach. To and, coach. At any level in the UK. Head, what head coach is one? <coughs> yeah, of course you can head wait, coach what? because the, can so, someone explain how this I've, I've, been co- I've been coaching I've been, exactly that. I've, been <laughs> coaching for, I've been coaching for three years and it was only maybe two three months ago that someone told me oh yeah they're going to do level two coaching um, in Birmingham and then one of my previous head coaches said oh yeah I'll be doing that as well I was like hold on what? you're my head coach and me and you are on the, you, yeah you might be more knowledgeable than me I, I get that but Surely, as a head coach, you shouldn't be on the same sort of yeah, level yeah. There coaching are levels badge. to this. <laughs> Do you know what? <laughs> so, uh, to me, this is what this is what this comes down to. Yeah. So there's two things that I'm now thinking about. One, although all of us here we're, we're on teams, we've had we've had good coaching more recently. Great coaching, actually. We've had great coaching. I want to talk on that a bit more. But no, that's fine. Um, we've we so we can say we've had good coaching. So. Although we've had good coaching, and obviously teams in the Premier doing well, winning titles, playing in Europe, the fact that obviously Solanke said the level ones, the level twos, and the barely existing level threes, does that go to show the state of the game in this country? Of course, and I, I think, it I think that, uh, that's, that, that, that's a topic we'll debate on another podcast. George, George, that, no, no, hold on, hold on, we'll debate that on another podcast because it does go to show. But two, I think one of the, one of the overlooked things about an elite coach or a great coach, even a good coach, yeah. We've all we've all sort of touched on it about getting the best out of players, but nine times out of ten in this sport, you're gonna it's 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 either than it is harder to coach someone because they're more likely to be a- athletic, yeah. they're more likely mm-hmm. to come from a background of previous yeah. sports, so yeah. it's not entirely that hard. My question is, the great coaches are the ones that can get the best out of the guys who have never played Thank before, who Word. aren't Agreed. athletic, Agreed. who Trust don't me. know how to speak to other guys who Agreed. are bigger than them, stronger than them, Trust who aren't from the same background. And, and like, do you know what? Do you know what's very unfortunate about that? Because I've I've been on what four different teams now, mm. and I've seen on a couple of those teams here yeah, th- those guys that you're talking about, mm. the guys that aren't as athletic, the guys that are new to the sport. Yeah. They get pushed to the wayside because right. I don't think the coaches have the capability to actually handle them. See, this is where I, I want to come. This I is where I want to. You're yeah. absolutely right with that. Well this done. Is, I respect that. This is where I want to come back to because I've seen it personally myself. Not obviously like I mean I've seen it from uni. I've seen it in in senior but because yeah, yeah. the majority of guys that play the sport 
that I've come across in particular have played something and they're either gymming yeah. guys, you know, they're, they're working hard, they're rugby, they're football, they're something. Yeah. A convert. And then you get, yeah, from, you some, get from some sort of, yeah. some sort of sport. And then you get the guys who turn up, who it's their first, it's their first time trialing up. They've seen the sport on TV. They look a bit undersized, not to say you have to be a certain size, but they look a bit undersized. They look a bit timid. They're not mm. sure how to speak to the guys on the team. Preach. It can be really daunting, you know. When you come to an American football team, at least 30, 40 guys, yeah? A lot of the guys are big, a lot of the guys are strong. Mm. If you're just coming up, you're rocking up on a Sunday training or whatever, you're thinking, crap, who do I speak to? Mm. Like, where do yeah. I go? I don't even know what I want to play. So it's, if that coach is able to think at the most out of that player, and I, I've actually seen, I'm trying to think, I've seen success stories as well, which is the good thing about it. But I feel like what Charles just said, the majority of the time, because we're so focused on the team and the coaches are so focused on, like, we got a team, we're in Div 1, we're in Div 2, we're in the Prem, we need to win, we need yeah. to win playoff games, we need to do well. Those Some of those players, if they don't show like an ounce of dedication yeah. or oh, maybe I, you know, I can run this speed, I can, I can bench this, I can, I can do this play, I can study the playbook. And I think it is unfortunate because some of them do get pushed to the wayside. That's true. But getting the best out of those players is what I think makes an elite coach without mm, a doubt. Without a doubt. Better, more than winning, if you can get this player, you've seen him come in, yeah. he started, you know, he started X years ago. He mm. had no experience, didn't no, go gym, nothing. But he had a passion to play the sport. Yeah. And now he's playing in Europe, for example, or now he's winning Brick Bowls. That is my definition, I think, of, of, of an elite coach so like that. Can you, can you sum that up in one word? Is there a word for that, what you're talking about? Or is, is there, is there a phrase for a that? Coach. Adaptability. Maybe. I Adapt. Uh, I think the, the, the level of coaching in, in this country isn't adaptable they're not adapting to to what's happening around them can, can i quickly say something yep. mm-hmm. I, I hear what you're saying though but as, as much as we've grilled like the coaches here there are some brilliant coaches now i've said it in a previous yeah. podcast yeah, the olympians so. have great coaches yeah no doubt i think what makes the olympians like coaching so great is the fact that those coaches are consistent as hell mm. yeah it, it they have track records to show that they are consistent. Yeah. Let me praise Coach Neo. Like, mm-hmm. I praise Coach Neo because I've been to his um, Saturday conditioning sessions. Yeah, so it's the sprint, speeds, yeah, sprint, speeds, steps, all those drills. It's grueling, mm. but he's there every mm. single yeah. Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. He's there yeah. every single Sunday. He's there mm. weekday practices. Consistent coaches make consistent players. I've seen him running drills. Like, consistent players him. win consistent games no word mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. consistent teams win consistently like I, I know there's so, so, someone out there just phrase that for me and bring it back like, send it in an email it's not a lie it's true it's a lot of wisdom in that one it's like, true it's true and, and we, we've coached it and this is the reason why co- like uh, he's, a, he's a he was a player before he was a coach yeah. the, pa- the fire's still inside of him yeah. mm. like even I, I've seen certain videos which I can't even talk about mm. like no helmet, no pads, Bruv. and, and <laughs> the players are protected. Like, I've, I've, I've seen, do you know yeah. what I'm talking about? Yeah, 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 yeah. I've, well, I've seen it, well. I've seen it. But, but yeah, it's just like. And do you know what? You just touched on something, which is going to be another thing we can debate actually. But does does a great, good, or elite coach have to be a coach that's played before? No. I was just going to come off the uh, say something no, similar on, yeah, yeah. after Charles. Mm. I think to be mm. an elite coach, you need to have knowledge. You don't need to have played, mm-hmm. but you need to have knowledge great knowledge. Game, you yeah. need to have done homework. Yeah. Yeah. For example, I started coaching, what, two, three seasons ago, mm. and I got thrown into the uh, deep and defensive coordinator. I knew about playing DB. I knew, well, I knew the ins and outs of playing DB, in my opinion, because I play both corners, free safety and strong safety. I knew quite a bit about playing linebacker, because I played a lot of um, outside linebacker. Middle linebacker, defensive line, 
no knowledge at all. But mm. I made the time and put effort in into doing homework. I was reading playbooks from other coaches in the NFL. Right. I was reading schemes from college from college teams. I was I literally had my my head in mm. football and nothing else but defensive football to the point now where now I could tell you probably anything about playing defensive line, linebacker, um, or defensive back. So mm. I think it's not a case of um, playing because I didn't play um, D line. I didn't play middle linebacker, but mm. I know loads about it because I've actually done the homework mm. um, to give myself the knowledge. So I think being an elite coach is about having the knowledge to know how to coach certain positions and how to um, teach tips and tricks. For example, both Charles and V play D line. Mm-hmm. I know certain things that I might coach V might not work for Charles and, and vice versa. That's so right. Thank you. Like That's I said, it's, it's about, as, exactly that. It's about have, have, yeah. having the knowledge to know my, what might work for one player um, and what will work for, for another. another. That That's is right. so yeah. vital. Yeah. Yeah. So quickly, like, well, just for those aspiring coaches, those younger coaches, mm. yeah. yeah, and this is just a player perspective, we're all yeah. players, mm-hmm. what is your number one coaching horror story? Horror story? So your worst experience of a coach? Um, I can tell you one. Obviously, no names, but this was back in uni. Mm-hmm. So obviously, I played running back for my well, apart from my first season, I thought I was a receiver. Didn't go so well. But um, yeah, back in uni, um, it's not it's not so much of a horror story. This is more of just a inconsistent. Didn't really care. Showed up to one session, never saw him again. Um, wow. And this is the same guy that I was getting grillings from. Mm-hmm. So the guy was announced as a new running back coach. Mm-hmm. Um, came to one of my sessions on a Tuesday night after my lectures. There's me thinking, yeah, I finally got a running back coach in my yeah. second season at uni, whatever. Guy turned up. You know when you're having to tell him what drills to do? <laughs> <laughs> like, oh my days. Title only, I've been there, it's not nice. Title only. Bruv, we've got the Literally running backs, only, running backs yeah. are standing there waiting for drills and he's like, okay, yeah, put the current here, we'll do this, do what that. Do you wow. do? What do you what usually, usually do? do? Wow. <laughs> I was having to tell the guy, oh, well, we normally do this, or because we had to run the jaws ourselves, because like I said, we never had a mm. coach, so he's come in now, mm. and we're telling him what to do. Joke. What on earth am I supposed to think if that's the case? You've been announced as a running back coach, and your first session with us, instead of being prepared, showing mm. us you're committed, and then never showing up again, <laughs> you're you're getting advice from us. I mean, yeah, I don't know how, it, it doesn't get any worse than that, to be honest. But yeah, like I said, he was never seen again, never showed up again, and it continued until I got to Kent. Probably best for you, to be fair. Mm. Um, for me... I think it was having a coach that didn't, I don't want to say it was just communication because it wasn't just communication, but knowing that, and not to blow my own trumpet, but knowing that I'm a playmaker on this team or on mm. this defence, knowing that I'm an absolute baller, I've I've put my body on the line for this team, I'm dedicated, I'm at every practice, every classroom, and I know I'm helping in getting results for this team. And then randomly out of the blue one day, coach is calling his, his, his line out, and your drops, and it's like, wait, hold on. I've started mm. the last five games, mm. you know, we're in the run up to the end of the season, and then, yeah, like, you're not playing. Don't play first quarter, don't play second quarter. Mm. Yo, coach, have I done something? Oh, no, 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 I haven't done nothing. Every, everything's fine. Mm. Cool. Second game comes along, ah, oh, maybe, you know, it was an easy, le- less opposition. Get dropped again. Like, ho- hold on, what's happening? <laughs> at, least, at least tell me, yeah. for me personally, mm, yeah, like, yeah. even if I wasn't a baller, yeah. at least let you know. At least let me know, mm, so, yeah. you know what I mean? Because yeah. I'm the type of person, if I was second or third in a depth chart, I'm going to coach, uh, coach, what can I do to improve? At this mm. point, I'm number one. Mm. For some weird reason, out of the blue, I've been dropped to number two. If coach has said, you know what, number two is doing better than you, he's practicing better than you, um, he's doing more in the gym, he's stronger than you, I'd understand that, because yeah. it gives me something to work from, something to build from. That's but right. having that a coach that can't, mm. can't tell me, Oh uh, yeah, like this is why 
Um, I'm not starting you currently. That makes me feel like there's you've got a personal personal vendetta against you. Exactly. And that for me, that's the whole story. And I've taken that on myself to make sure that I'm very open with all of my players now. Right. Mm. I, I put depth charts out there. I know they're only they only university students, but I put a depth chart out there every Saturday. Guys, this is depth chart. If mm. you have any questions, give me a shout. Guys, in, in number two or number three, mm. you're working on your you're working your best. You're, mm. you're gonna you're going to get to number one if you keep doing the things that you're you're doing. Mm. Guys, in number one, don't get complacent because number two's is on your feet. These guys, these guys want positions. I, I was I was I was a very different coach at uni, you know. But remember, I was I was coordinator, so. Oh, was it? Yeah, yeah. no. When I, when I was D-line coach, I was telling them straight, like, yo, like, we're putting the best out there because this game's important. Like, I know you guys <laughs> yeah. want to hear that. Which, which is fair, but at least you're open up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, I was, yeah, when I was getting dropped, there was nothing. Did you know, mm. I think I need to take a break from coaching, I'll tell you why, because mm-hmm. all the things that we're talking about, I was probably doing them without even knowing, like, all the yeah. negative things we're talking yeah. about. Yeah. So, like, I was like, ooh, how, how do I motivate my players? I mean, <laughs> praising them isn't really working because they've become complacent. <laughs> let, let, let me flip the, let me script, let me flip the script mm-hmm. and go the total opposite. And you know, just for a game, I swear this is one of my worst moments as a coach. But I was like, ah, oh, you know what, you guys, yeah, you're not working hard enough. You're not good enough. Like, listen, I wasn't, I wasn't even there yet. I wasn't even there for that game. That's why it was so bad as oh, well. Man. But I just remember putting it in the WhatsApp group. Like, yeah, man, you're not working hard enough. Like. Show me what you can do. Like mm. you're not working hard enough. Like you're the weak link of this team. Like what mm. are you guys doing? Prove yeah. it today. And imagine, imagine being a player and hearing that you're not good enough, bro. Yeah. What? I would have flipped. Yeah. Well, do you know what? the next results, session, though, so. No. Yeah, they won. They won. They did really well. Like, like one of, one of my DNs got like four sacks yeah, just just to rub it in my face. <laughs> yeah. now, that's that's what you call an athlete. <laughs> <laughs> but next practice session, they were all giving me side eyes, and I was like. Oh, I know what this is about. Mm. <laughs> yeah. I even got a message from another coach saying that, yeah, like, yo, like, what you did was a bit, I mean, it got them there, but what, what you did was completely yeah. wrong. Like, so, and so, I, I can accept that. Like, so on that, the back of that, I didn't apologise. I did not apologise. your experience the Nigerian man that I am. <laughs> the Nigerian wow. right, you think, you think, Have you eaten? King, <laughs> king, me, king, me, king. So, I should apologise to who? So hold on, on the back of that then, what would you say has been your worst, considering that was your, you know, sort of her other coach, what would you say has been your worst experience by a coach? What, when or when the coach, when the coach wouldn't listen to reason, mm. like you tell a coach, look, my knee's injured. Mm. Or you tell a coach, look, my ankle. And he's like, no, you're just being weak. So or, like false accusations, not believing you. Right, exactly. Yeah. Or, or the other one I've you're had, faking it. bad practice. Like when a coach is, coaching you bad practice. Mm. A coach is meant to be a teacher. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. When a coach is teaching you bad practice, mm. when a coach is saying stuff, and this is something experienced at uni, like one coach said, um, what'd you call it? Um, cut him in the throat. What? What? Wow. Like get Mad. your hand and chop him in the throat. Mm. What? Mm. What? What would you call it? Even with my underdeveloped 18 year old mind, you're, yeah, you're telling yeah, me yeah, yeah. to go and chop something. You know who I'm talking yeah. about as well. Yeah, I know who you're exactly. About. Just to go and chop someone in, what? Like, wait, what? Yeah, the fact that you've said that, yeah, is interesting because I remember, now, I'm not going to go into it, obviously, because, yeah, I remember a lot of things like that at uni as well. Yeah. Bad coaching, telling you to do the bad things. Bad when, yeah. I got, when I was taught the right things, it's like, well, I was taught to I'll do it this way. Exactly. Even yeah. technique as well. Yeah, like, yeah. When, you, when you're taught poor technique. Yeah. And another coach, a great coach, you know, big up coach Navarro, because he changed the way yeah. I played D-line. Same and I, I got so much better so mm. quickly. Mm. But, like, one, one defensive coach teaches you bad practice one defensive coach teaches you bad practice. 
and another coach comes and he's like, whoa, why are you doing that? Yeah. Like, do you not understand your yeah. role? Mm. Yeah. That's it. Do you not understand how you're meant to play this game mm. in your position as mm. a defensive tackle or a defensive end? Yeah. You're meant to do this. You're not meant to do, you're not meant to, you're not meant to go for the ball every single play. You're, yeah. you're, not, you're not meant to, yeah. what's the word I'm looking for? I haven't played D-line in a long time. <laughs> wow. You're not meant to. Defensive lineman, yeah. Is it a bull rush? You know when you just yeah. go for the ball? Oh, yeah, well, yeah, bull rush, yeah. Pass rush. Exactly. You're not meant to rush. You see, this is you're how you know I, I don't play. <laughs> but you're not meant to like pass rush every single downplay. You need mm. to play smart. Like, do you know what I'm yeah. saying? And mm. that's what I think. That's what makes a great coach who can teach you the game, mm. teach you technique, mm -hmm. communicate with you, and be consistent every single time. Mm, no doubt. Like makings of a great coach is more than one thing. It's one like aspect. a pool. That's true. Yeah. It's it's a pool of I don't know a knowledge. It's mm, a pool yeah. of different attributes you need to have. Mm. Yeah. Like, and not all coaches have that, unfortunately. Yeah. That's why I say, so all my young players anyway, and all the young players that are listening to this, I think one of the best coaches that um, is out there is YouTube, man. Even though you don't get That's the physical true. aspect. Yeah. That's if true. You ever, if you ever feel like your physical coach is, you know, not quite cutting it or you're more advanced than what you're currently getting at the moment, one, be open about it, one, speak to coaches. If your coach is going to get angry about the fact that you feel like you're you know, ahead of the class or, you know, he's doing things wrong, then one, that he shouldn't be getting angry. He needs to, Go back to the drawing board and find what works for you. Um, but yeah, YouTube, man, honestly, I think I became one a, a better player. Because in university, I never had a great positional coach, but I used mm. to watch YouTube. I used to watch people in my position as well. So YouTube is a brilliant, brilliant coach, man. So you mean YouTube is how you learn to tackle like that? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Let me go, let me go. Yeah. I'm just yeah. let, let me go on YouTube now. I like to tackle YouTube. Watching Seahawks. Seahawks and Cam Chancellor. That's how I learned to tackle. Mm. It wasn't no physical. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, actually, maybe tell a lie. There was one coach, Coach Handy, yeah? This is one thing I want to do. Coach Handy and Coach Nath were brutal, man. They were great coaches. I want to be able to do this one day, yeah? They used to get tires in the back of the lorries, pick them up over the head and throw them at us. Yeah. And we had to use our shoulders and tackle. That was one of the reasons why I had to tackle. Mm. Tires rolling at you full speed and mm. you have to tackle it. If this is some northern stuff, you right. know. Yeah. No, 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 that's no, up north, yeah. They know how to tackle, breathe. man. Yeah. 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 They hit yeah. hard up there, boy. They don't feel pain. Northern is different. They're like, take the pain. Yeah. What, you call, what, what is it that Coach Hamby and Nath used to say? Yeah, what do you call it? Pursued you're hurt, you're not injured. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, if you're yeah. injured, step out. If you're yeah, hurt, if you're keep hurt, going. Keep that's true, that's fair, man. If that that, that molded me into such a that's, tough That's player. why, I'm, I listen, I've played on some serious <laughs> things, man. Because yeah, if you're yeah. injured, you're injured. Yeah, Stay exactly. Out. If true. not, yeah. yeah. If you're hurt. So that, that brings up V to wrap mm. it up. So mm. your worst coaching experience. I mean, for me, I used to have a coach who worked for the Ministry of Defence. So that was a bit tough because mm. he was never available. Mm. Oh wow! I'm, I'm no disrespect to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of um, he wasn't clued up with social media, so you know, in this day and age where everything is done through social media, mm -hmm. he wasn't clued up with social media, mm -hmm. and that that made it difficult to communicate with him mm -hmm. and for him to give us feedback. Mm -hmm. yeah. So we we would go into games mm -hmm. waiting waiting for the game plan. We would get a game plan on the day of a game. Yeah, ten o'clock. This is yeah. what we're gonna do. Mm. This is the plan, you know, and we'll get the depth chart on the day of the game. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's just crazy stuff like that. And, and does that mean that you find that him being MOD, did he bring some of that with him, like naturally, the way he obviously what he is at work, being Ministry of Defence, did he bring some of that mannerism and attitude with yeah. him to training? No feel, yeah. I mean, and how was that? Yeah, I did. imagine that was some players probably would have taken. So that, was he organised? And I would have, I would assume it was yeah. organised as well. It, it wasn't even. I wouldn't even say organised. I oh, think. Wow. It, it, it was really, really a bad situation that players were getting taken off with no feedback. Wow. You can't take a player off mm. in the first quarter, second quarter of the game, don't play him to the fourth quarter, 
and at the end of the game, he doesn't know why he's off there. Normally, the science, science, if that happens, if normally someone's done something wrong. Yeah, like, but yeah. if you're not getting told, it's another story. Whether the player's aware of that or not is yeah. another case. But no normally when that happens, science happens. Like exactly either that. the game is changing, you need a better guy on, mm. or the guy who's playing mm. hasn't done so well and needs to come off. For mm. me, as a but coach, yeah, even when I do that, even if I've taken off someone for two snaps, I say I'm taking off to give you a rest. That's rest right. up, yeah, get yeah. some water, get back go. on. Even, yeah. even if it's as little as that. And I think... Yeah, you can't do that for every single player you, you have mm. on on your on your team, but you know that's why you have positional coaches so they can be like, ah, coach is taking you off, get a break, get some water, and mm. come back soon. Not coach that. is taking you off. You're not doing this right. We need this for the game plan, etc., etc. Mm. I, I got I got a quick question. Yeah, you, you know your MLD coach, yeah? Um, the, during his tenure, were, were there were there any situations where like players weren't missing? I mean. Did, did players get bagged for crimes and stuff like? And on that note, guys, no face, no case, no face, no case. On that note, on that note, um, yeah, X's and O's. Listen, subscribe, all of that. Mm. Uh, Mandem and Madden, listen, subscribe, watch, all of that, all of that. But Dude. yeah, more, 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 more stuff coming, man. More the next guests. one is gonna ah, be hot, bro. Yeah. The next one is, a, is yeah. mad. No, you don't want to miss the next it's gonna one. Gonna be mad. You don't want to miss the next one. So stay tuned, like, subscribe. Have a blessed one still. Like, if, if you're having a bad day, I hope this podcast just made you feel a lot better about yourselves. Just have a great day and stay blessed, guys. Excellent, guys. Peace.